0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back, 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 to, to, to another episode of Evil, Evil Men.
1: Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. It's a certain
2: time of year, and it's time for a Yuletide podcast.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, right in my privates. You just shot Santa's
2: dick. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, no! <laughs> So listeners, if you haven't guessed, uh, me, Mike, Chris, and James are uh, uh, sort of in the the
1: holidays mood for this episode of Evil Men. That's right. We've got a Christmas tree up here. We've all got uh, those elf hats on, you mm-hmm. know, or, or <laughs> Santa hats. No, yeah. Santa hats on, you know. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt that says, don't talk
2: to me until I've had uh,
0: Christmas. Yes.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> love
2: that shirt. I love
0: that shirt. It's beginning to honk a lot like ding dong.
1: Yeah, what? I've got, uh, I've made eggnog for you guys. Yes, we've been sipping it all evening, and
2: it's a little on the strong side. Yeah, very eggy. It's no alcohol. It's
0: good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. In reality, do you guys... I don't like eggnog. Do you guys like it? It's a very controversial drink this time of year. Do you know what?
1: Uh, eggnog? <laughs> do, do you like it? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> not really, not really. Okay, so I
0: can do one eggnog and rum at a party and then I move on to something cleaner for my, okay. uh, Gulliver.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big dairy guy. So for me, the concept of eggnog is How alarm bells. How about almond milk eggnog? Absolutely. I'm a Queen Street West hipster and okay. I love almond milk.
0: Have you ever eggnog. shit your pants at a... At a party, and then gone up to the host after uh, the one that served you the rum and eggnog, and gone and gone. You fucked me, man. You fucked me.
1: <laughs> you fucked me, man. Look at me. You fucked me. <laughs>
0: Look at my shitty legs. The back of my legs are shitty. This is not a merry Christmas. It's a merry shit miss. All because of you. I'm gonna. Fucking murder everybody in this fucking Christmas party.
2: Ooh, oh, my God. Ooh, 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 ooh.
0: God and sinners reconcile. Methinks not. Oh
1: ah, my god! I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, that would be we a... Should- We should have clocked when something was wrong when he brought a machine gun to our Christmas party. Where
0: should I put this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could put it with the coats on the bed. (laughs) There have been a lot of gun-related... In the kids' room. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) A lot of gun-related Christmas posts online uh, this year. There's the the, uh, post of Santa. Some uh, police department posted a picture, did you see it, of Santa applying for a uh, concealed carry license? Cool, and some uh, Republican politician did a Christmas card of him and his whole family holding uh, automatic uh, rifles.
0: This uh, Christmas, I really hope that Santa Claus blows the Grinch's brains out <laughs> on a nice snowy hill in front of everybody. <laughs> <a> mean one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Your heart's not growing any fucking size Well, why
1: should we spend <laughs> our government dollars Keeping the Grinch in jail no.
0: You know, That's the thing yeah. You know,
1: I, I just read an article About how Jim Carrey,
2: when he played the Grinch He was like a nightmare to work with He is usually, from what we hear But it <laughs> took like eight hours To get the Grinch makeup on And he had like meltdowns And he, the makeup person had to go to therapy after it because oh my was, god he, uh, Jim Carrey was so uh, difficult to work with
0: it's so funny because after the explosion of Jim Carrey movies in the early to mid '90s, and maybe starts wavering a bit at the his success so solo films like in the late '90s, then he made all these like kids movies like Christmas Carol and he's Scrooge and the Grinch and he's the Grinch and then those and like the Mister Poppers Penguins all that kind of stuff oh, and then those stopped dead because I feel like you can tell there's a timeline where it's like. Well, he's a bankable star. We'll give him some like, where can you use his manic energy? Like kids' movies and stuff, where he could be a big character. And then by 2005 or something, they were like, "Fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucking sucks.
1: He's so mean." I'm trying to see. I'm looking at his IMDb when it turned
0: because when he when they released a few years ago that documentary where he's the only first person like being talking about it. And it's about him, uh, you know, being Andy Kaufman and yeah. Tony Clifton yeah. on and offset all the time. It's the most like self indulgent, narcissistic <laughs> thing ever, and you can tell that he literally bugged everybody.
1: He had a run: ninety four Ace Ventura, ninety four mm-hmm. The Mask. I don't care what you say; those two movies are classics. Well, I do like them both. Yo, I you're still making fucks fun with of The
0: it. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> in
1: Wait a second. In 94, he did Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. He owned me? 94, he right?
2: He did. So, Cha-ching! sad year in one respect because we lost Cobain. Amazing year in another respect. And the respect. World Series was canceled for the first time ever. Because of the strike? mm mm-hmm. uh, But on a happier... No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on a happier note, Carrie ruled the box office That's with an iron big fist. big
1: movies from my childhood. Then he did Truman Show in 98. Okay, still good. Man on the Moon, 99. Eh. Me, Myself, and Irene, 2000. Now we're going, hmm. Mm. Yeah. Grinch, 2000. Oh, Hmm. Me,
0: Myself, and Irene was 2000. Okay, that was still... He had some pull.
1: Majestic, 2001. Now I'm going, Mm. hmm. Uh, Jim, can we uh, have a word with you just for a second here? Bruce Almighty in 03. That sucked. And then I think the low point for sure, probably 2007, the number 23 what year was cable that was
0: the yeah cable guy was 96 96. when was man on the moon 99 (laughs) holy shit me myself and irene was after man in in the moon according to
1: imdb this could be a good thing to do with the listeners if they want to call in and ask when a jim carrey (laughs) movie was i'll I'll tell them on the pod if you
0: believe they put a somebody stop me (laughs) (laughs) he's great jim if you're listening you're great, and you know He's it. a
2: fellow Canuck, and we wish him nothing but the best, but apparently he was an absolute nightmare on the set of The Grinch. And because he felt like he was being drowned and suffocated under all the makeup and prosthetics, they brought in a CIA specialist to help him, like, psychologically deal with the pressure of... Torture. A, like a, yes, yes. Like, you're under torture yeah. to, like, talk. Yes.
0: God, just to be That'd William be so Grinch.
1: funny if, like...
0: <laughs> Uh, overseas in like the middle east they've got americans being like having the grinch makeup applied in order to give away top military secrets yeah
1: put the grinch mask on him
2: osama bin laden like got, like they shot a helicopter down and they took some american and they, soldiers they, 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 they dressed in them up hair make like the ma- yeah
1: they get in here and make up people from la to fly to <laughs> afghanistan <laughs>
0: If you don't tell us where the microchip is, you will fully be the Grinch by the end of today. No! 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 And I then love it my country! Like,
1: and then it's like a slow time lapse of them slowly applying the thing as he's sitting like happily at a mirror.
0: I have restless leg uh, syndrome. Are
2: you willing to
1: tell us where the White House is yet? Uh. Oh, that's it? I thought you wanted something much worse. Yeah, it's right in Washington.
0: Google Maps doesn't work for us.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you just... Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have your Wi-Fi on. There you go. Shit, I got cringed. <laughs>
0: 27 hours to fly to the White House. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that accent is. I'm not parodying any no, specific culture. It was sort of a generic...
2: Yeah, that's a... Foreigner g- accent.
0: <laughs> generic scary man.
2: And may I say, my grandmother had an accent because she came from a certain part of... of the world, Eastern yeah. Europe, so I,
1: that, she sounded like that.
0: I was basically yeah. doing Mike's grandmother torturing Jim Carrey. Yeah, everyone does it.
1: <laughs> How would your grandmother torture Jim Carrey, Mike? She would um, serve him... Uh, Some of her famous stew? No, she would
2: serve her sister's stew, because it's, oh. she would say it's not as good as mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh boy. Well, um, excuse me. Great. To, I don't have COVID, because I did get a test. And why did you get a test? Well, I was in Mexico. I went to Mexico. That's pretty much why this episode's late. So apologies Mm -hmm. to everybody. But yeah, I went to Mexico. Booked the trip before Omicron (laughs) came out. So that was a little surprise right before the trip. But it was fine. The travel was okay, at least for now. And uh, Mexico City, woo, amazing. I'd say visit if you can. That's my two cents. Would love
0: to. Hey, welcome back, by the way. Thank
1: you. Hey, actually, I was going to ask, do you think I got a tan?
2: Your face looks a little tanned, and you a your little arm, tanned. Your arm does too. Did you wear
1: sunscreen? I did. I did. Okay. I wore sunscreen, but I had my shirt off. <laughs> which I was thinking. I don't know why. That's funny. I was thinking that it, <laughs> it's a, one of the, you know, probably the first time in uh, months I've had my shirt off. The sun is in my skin.
0: Did you feel free or what? I did. I did. You, it was, lo- you look as tanned as a, an Irishman could get. Thank you. I mean, I, yeah,
1: I appreciate that.
0: I think your cat is going to sleep on the bag I brought the chicken yeah, wings in. Yeah, she
1: likes. Uh, uh, Ooh, if, there, you, if you leave a bag bags. on the table, she will uh, lie Ding, in it for some reason. Dun.
2: So, any interesting, uh, you know, memories from Mexico? Anything that stuck out? Yeah,
0: like, I know you went with your very serious girlfriend, Mm -hmm. uh, Ebony, who we all love and uh, respect here on the show, but did you have sex with anyone else in Mexico? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: let me think. Uh... Uh, well, Just not kidding, full, Ebony. No, no. Well, there's the old saying. Just you
0: know, to when be funny. you're on vacation, you're really on vacation. That's the thing. What yeah. stays in wherever the hell you are. Is that stays what you there.
1: guys do when you go on vacation with your Everyone
0: Oh, does, Yeah, hmm. Yeah, as soon as I check into my hotel room with my family, I go, <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> and then I saunter <laughs> down to the go, pool in my flip flops.
1: You meet a woman in the hotel room next door, so you go, bye. And then you're like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> they just hear you having I'm
0: having Chris, sex. I'm from Toronto. <laughs> they hear that as the beds shaking up and
1: down. <laughs> Actually on the flight down to Mexico I sat next to a sixty five year old ish uh blues guitarist. And he had long hair. And he goes down to Mexico every year. He, yeah. he's, he's, That's nice. I, he, he, Wait, he goes to Mexico
2: every year and he still plays the blues? I yeah, he tours to down there. Mexico, man, I got the
0: blues.
1: He said he pointed at the snow out the plane window and he goes, see that stuff? I don't do that.
0: That's what he said to me. <laughs> and then he pulled out a harmonica and went, ha-ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. And uh, he went down last winter, which I don't even huh? think you could, but he was hard. Blues
2: yeah. guys, you know, they play by their own rules.
0: Yeah constantly, here's the thing, blues guy, no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. well said. The blues will follow you around.
1: Yeah. Um, blues run the game. Cool moment at the end of the flight. So I'm kind of talking to the blues guy. He's <laughs> yeah. fine, you know. What was his name? Uh, I don't remember. Mm. Blind Jason uh, wind, Window. Oh, could have been. We get up and, Blind you know. Blind <laughs> Toby. Oh, and him and I are kind of an odd couple. We're a little different. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this nerd across the aisle, when we get up in the plane lands, he says something to us. I'm like, what? And he goes, I guess you guys didn't hear the announcement that we're not supposed to get up yet. Like, he literally said that to the blues guy and I. Oh. And I felt it was kind of fun because I, I, I the blues Bitch, guy and I. I'm a blues guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of. The blues guy and I looked at each other and he went, yeah, I mean, we're not going to sit down now. And I thought, fuck, oh. that's right. Hell yeah. And I you felt guys were like close friends. Yeah, I felt like a team with the blues guy. I like that you
0: bonded that hard. Yeah,
1: cuz why is this guy mad we're standing up? It was not like we were doing anything.
0: Did what? he like a like, nerd for the rules? He needs a vacation. Hope he well, got loose in Mexico. Did I, he take out
1: like a sort of uh, a harmonica and
2: then he pressed a button and a blade came out and he just <laughs> whipped the blade harmonica at the nerd? No,
1: he's a guitar player, so. Okay.
0: They always have a harmonica. He might, exactly. I wonder,
2: I
1: wonder if I asked if he had, had one on him.
2: Can I ask how long into sitting beside him did <laughs> did it take before he... I'm assuming he turned to you and let you know
0: he was a blues guitarist, yes, right? Yes, I didn't ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, did you tell him you were a comedian? No. We should do a double act, like uh, I play some blues
2: and you do some
1: Mississippi comedy. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't because I just thought if I say I'm a comedian then there's an expectation, I guess, to be funny, and I didn't want to do that. But on the other hand, he would be under pressure to do blues. That's true. Yeah. No, he was like, yeah, he absolutely offered. I come down here to tour, you know, I tour around and whatever. Yeah, blues guy. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I remember the band. I kind of wondered if they were sort of big because, I mean, I don't know. Did he have a bandana or any bracelets or like? No bracelets, uh... He definitely had long hair. Ponytail. Mm, Sorry, the cat's meowing. You probably can't hear it on on the thing. He definitely had uh, a ponytail and, uh, you know, rough. He looked like he'd lived, you know? He looked like he'd been to a
0: few... Was he from Toronto? He's
1: from uh, uh, up near uh, Georgian Bay or something.
0: I got them Georgian Bay blows.
1: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: i got the my sailboats at the marina for the winter <laughs> blues <laughs> yeah my starcraft yeah is that one of those like oh hobie cat <laughs> yeah those what are those no but what are those uh family style like motorboat starcraft aren't they or uh listeners if you have a boat let us know what type of boat it is.
2: <laughs> so, did he tour resorts or did he play the club I think he's circuit? in
1: a legitimate blues banding okay. in North America. And that's what he does in the summer and the spring, nice. spring, or spring or whatever. That's great. In Mexico, I get the sense that he'd play like resorts and stuff.
0: That's awesome. But he had. I was picturing you in the and He rides sun, a
1: motorbike too. He said, I what? ride a motorbike down here. Yeah. It's a
2: complete package. I'm picturing you. I love this image. You. 35,000 feet in the sky, sitting beside a cool, elderly bluesman. And it it's a very nice image. Was he
0: wearing leather? Mm,
1: I don't think so, but yeah. you, you'd you know this was a funky guy.
0: Right. Uh,
1: we got
2: them podcasting
1: blur hose
0: <laughs> We got to go to Mexico, man.
1: We do, actually, because we've joked about, hey, we, we should use our Patreon uh, money to... Go to the Day of the Dead festival in yes. Mexico.
0: And when I was down there, I thought, fuck, we should. It's really cool here. I freaking genuinely want to do that. I want to go to the Day of the Dead. And it's in Mexico City, is the biggest one, right? I don't probably. Know. It's probably insane in Mexico City for the Day of the Dead festival. I really, really want to go. Mm. Mm. I think I watched that stupid. Who's that guy that did the dark tourism show on Netflix? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he goes to something like that there which is like that's not really dark tourism it's the festival maybe i'm getting mixed up but no i, it I know what really you're talking fun. about
1: it does look fun no i think it is
0: fun he also went swimming in a radioactive lake near chernobyl what an idiot <laughs> that's dumb <laughs> it's still radioactive don't dive down too deep it's more radioactive down there
2: i heard recently that they make a wine out of grapes that grow. In like the radioactive Chernobyl zone, but the process of fermentation gets rid of the radioactivity. But I don't know if I,
0: I don't know if I would trust that. Yeah, just trust us. Yeah. I don't see any radiation in these grapes, and the grapes have mouths. They're like, <laughs> we're fine.
2: <laughs>
0: Chernobyl, like, no offense to anyone who survived the real Chernobyl meltdown. No, no, no don't
2: pull your punch. <laughs> say what you got to say to the people of Chernobyl.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope this doesn't you offend you, people who have bitches. survived the actual n- Chernobyl meltdown. <laughs> but the television HBO series Chernobyl gave me PTSD, so I know what you mean. Uh huh. Yeah, it's such an intense show. I didn't even it's finish no it, but back.
1: I, I did really like it. But I was like, I kept watching oh, it late at night. The and final I was episode, like, is God, the,
0: the, the first and the final episode are the mm, best. I mean, I've always meant to.
2: It's written by the guy who did The Hangover. That was like the weird connection.
0: No way, yeah. Todd, you were joking. It was written by Todd
2: Phillips.
1: He directed The Hangover.
2: No, it was the guy who wrote The Hangover. I think who wrote
1: Chernobyl. Boy, versatile. Well, unless it was. If you watch The Hangover,
0: the the cast seem like nuclear wastoid freaks from Chernobyl. Yeah, all
1: the alcohol and the partying. Yeah, the mean
0: jokes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Get back. Yeah,
0: he wrote... Um, Bruno, you know I love you, right? <laughs> scary Movie 3 and 4. What? What in the fudge? He was really just like trying to make money for a while there. So yeah, not The Hangover,
1: Scary Movie 3 and 4. That's
0: much... That's even more crazy. Oh, and The Hangover Part 2 and 3. Those ones aren't good. <laughs> so how, how is Chernobyl so good? Because he has different gears. He he was making money so he could make his dream project.
2: Maybe he originally, maybe the original version of the Hangover was set in Chernobyl and was very serious, uh, and then they like it got punched up and then
0: it cha- it became silly. There are some funny jokes. Uh, <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård is he the maybe, one that's in it? Maybe Jared Harris is in it. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård is like, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is, Wait. Are Scary Movie the ones with the Wayans brothers? Yes. So
1: are the Wayans brothers <laughs> in general? <Chernobyl? laughs> you know, I think they were. Now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, Marlon Wayans plays like a baby in it. But like, then, it's his head, but then it's like a baby's body.
2: <laughs> and they fly in some white chicks to uh, assess the damage <laughs> in the blast zone.
0: Yeah, like the old racist Russian... Uh, <laughs> Uh, nuclear facility authorities won't listen to them, so they dress up like white <laughs> chicks, so they'll be taken more seriously. <laughs> and they're like, you don't understand. We saw everything. It's like, yeah. Man,
1: you don't understand. This nuclear plant's going to blow. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you need to, Do you want to have sex? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need to evacuate these people. And then it cuts to Damon Wayans staring seriously at the camera saying, Oh, we don't play that
1: oh i mean right wow damon
2: yeah
0: damon's back the thing is is you guys uh, hear the
2: news damon's back
0: dude damon's back Keenan's back they're all back kim marlon sean
1: when the fly girls appear in episode three of chernobyl i thought that was a little bit of a stretch Remember, Jim Carrey was in Chernobyl, too. It was Jim kind Carrey? of surprising, but yeah, he was Fire in it, Fire Marshal. He got yeah. radioactive burns. Yeah. Fire Marshal, Bill! <laughs> uh, wasn't Terry Crews in that, and wasn't he really into the white chicks?
0: I don't know.
1: I, I, I Apologies if I'm wrong, but I think that could have been the joke. And was the theme song? I can't remember. Uh, the theme song of Chernobyl,
2: was that done by Heavy D and the boys? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Girls, they girls, that love me. Because I'm from Chernobyl and I'm heavy deep. <laughs> <laughs> Get down.
2: <laughs> Meltdown. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, J-Lo, she got her start as a dancer on Chernobyl.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Rosie Perez was in Chernobyl.
1: When House of Buggin came out, I really thought that was a rip off of Chernobyl. Yeah, basically was. Yeah. You can't get me back in that, Fuck <laughs> I can't do it. I can't
0: do it. Can't delete that, please. please. Oh, oh, man. X that. Well, we learn
2: a little bit about Chernobyl.
0: Yeah. Chernobyl was ri- The Chernobyl HBO series was written by the Wayans brothers. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> Maybe that's why I was so affected by it, because, you know... You
1: love... Yeah, you love... Uh, what's that one you love? Little Man.
0: I love Little Man. Or what uh, of them you, you do like? I I love... Uh, obviously, in Living Color, I was glued to it. Yeah. It's weird that Jim Carrey has come back around in the conversation yeah. twice tonight. Yeah. We're clearly big fans, Jim, even though you've gone off your rocker maybe a little bit as a method actor, as they say. Yeah. Uh, but you're not any different than Jeremy Strong, right yeah You're... i
1: have, everyone's talking about him i was asking you guys because um i didn't read the article and i haven't seen the season of succession yet but everyone's talking about jeremy strong and he's a
0: i genuinely like the article as a fan of succession and as an interesting insight into the extremely intense acting <laughs> style of jeremy strong obviously the new yorker writer i forget who wrote it at the moment sorry michael Balazzo. <laughs> Balazzo.
1: yeah. Could you give me a tidbit of what of like an example? But the,
0: the writer is trying to like put it out there, like it's ridiculous. There's a one, but it is ridiculous.
2: One detail was that he was doing a movie starring Robert Downey Jr. uh where he, Jeremy Strong, wasn't called on set that day, but he showed up anyway, and it was a funeral scene, and he stayed in character off oh, camera yeah. when he wasn't called in, and paced around weeping because the funeral scene was being shot. Oh man! Like, oh, yeah, that's nuts. I forgot about that. It's that's pretty intense. And so he's the, and nuts. the
0: photos that he took, yes, for the shoot or for yeah for the piece too, are pretty intense. Like he's on fire, his face is in broken pieces of mirror.
1: Damn! Yeah, Two, I got to read that. He sounds like I don't, I don't know. This has been this week's edition of I got to read that.
2: I got to read that. Now mm. this is a story all about how <laughs> I
0: gotta read that <laughs> books, articles, poems, and plays. I gotta read that. Speaking <laughs> of Will Smith, we never mentioned how he gags and pukes when he has an orgasm. Yeah. Speaking of weird interviews, what's going on with these guys? I don't yeah. know. I they're coming uh, apart. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I guess think he's doing it wrong. If you ask me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Trust me, me, Will. Mike, have you ever barfed while having sex?
2: No, not me personally. No, because usually it's the most uh, delicious thing I
1: can experience. I thought you were going to make a self-depreciating joke and go, because usually it's the lady barfing. One time. (laughs) (laughs) Almost there. Are you okay? (laughs) Sorry, no, it's just looking at you... uh, the
0: climax yeah i'm gonna close my eyes so i can't see the barf because i really want to finish <laughs> 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 um yeah now this is a story all about how i barf when i come <laughs> <laughs> see you later <laughs> i yelled to the girl yo see you later I <laughs> barfed all over her
2: bed <laughs> master william Shall I fetch the mop,
0: <laughs> Jeffrey? I yo, I Jeffrey, I need you up here. It's not as fresh as you'd think. <laughs> Living the dream. He looks at the camera and winks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Master Will has barfed all over his date again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Uh, watch that. uh, (laughs) Why doesn't my
1: dad want me, Uncle Phil?
0: (laughs) Well, uh... why
1: (laughs) I have sex?
2: It's because you puke every time you jack off.
0: He doesn't want me, man! You fucking puked all over his suitcase and of jacket off looking at his underwear!
2: The family computer? Everything!
1: Uh. <laughs> beep beep! <laughs> So before we get to our topic this week, we should mention that we have a patreon account, which is at patreon.com/evilmen. And for a small amount each month, if you subscribe to our patreon, you will get bonus episodes, uh, usually once every week or two. There's some really good ones in there, good stuff. Um, so please, if you like the podcast, check it out. You, I guarantee you, you'll enjoy it. and if you do subscribe, thank you
0: so much yes thank you so much honestly i don't really uh pipe up during some of the patreon talk uh but this time i want to say it really means a lot to us that you're out there um checking out the bonus stuff that we make and have so much fun making and you know what if you're a hardcore influencer with like so many followers Help us spread the word. Tell all your famous friends. Like, yeah. wouldn't that be cool if John Ham retweeted Evil Men? Yeah, John Ham. I don't know if Leonardo he's on Twitter, DiCaprio. but you know what I mean. Yeah, Leo's on tw- Twitter. Or Carla Collins,
2: someone like with yes. a lot of influence, and a lot of you know, a trendsetter that everyone listens to. Yes, you know. Carlin
0: Collins, Carolyn Re. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, John Ham. The rumor in Hollywood is he has a huge penis. So, what if we just try to find all the big penis guys in Hollywood? I to get them to retweet. That's awful. You're trying to make a living, you know, plying your trade uh, as an actor mm-hmm. and suddenly this rumor's dogging you around Hollywood. Oh, uh, no. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. He's got it bad. Because I think otherwise probably women would find him very attractive, but knowing that... Yeah. Alarm bells start going Sorry. off. Yeah. Yeah, I was about no to blow
0: up in Hollywood a few years ago, really? but people's the rumors got around that my dick is shit. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh, then, I'm... S-
1: Damn it! Yeah, Hello, my I name remember that Al- a few years ago. Yeah, you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in a bunch of movies," and then, right there was, and a then I also
0: got a, a, a bunch around like a bunch of execs mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. started hearing that I give the worst BJ, <laughs> and so they weren't interested in me right. anymore. Remember you right. went out
2: a, f- a few years ago and you were like, "I'm I have an audition for Batman," and we were all like, "Good yeah. luck, good yeah. luck, yeah, good yeah. luck, the Batman." Hey, yeah. good luck, Chris. I mean, and then, yeah, I remember you guys came all said Good luck, and you told us that your audition was like you. Uh, We all said good luck, and then you came back, and you were like so sad, and we were like, what happened? You are like, I walked into the audition, Mm -hmm. and I was like, my name is Chris Locke, and I'm auditioning for the role
0: of... And then you just heard in the shadows,
2: "Uh uh-uh, no thanks, honey. We heard the rumors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your dick is uh, inconsequential. Yeah. Uh,
1: So what's that address again, James? (laughs)
0: Patreon.com
1: slash evil men. Please check it out and help us out. And if you don't uh, do that, maybe you could rate and review us, please. That would be very, very helpful. Well, shall we move on to the topic? Yes, let's hear. Um, So we're doing a little bit of a different
2: format this week. Usually, if you listen, you know that one of us sort of uh, has researched an evil man uh, or being, and we sort of drive the episode. But this week, in honor of the holiday season... Uh, we're each gonna do a little
1: mini guy, isn't that right? That's right. That's right. Uh, the topic this week is Christmas monsters, and uh, as Mike <laughs> said, we're each doing one. I'm gonna do mine first. And we're not when we, when James when you say Christmas monsters, we're not
2: talking about your aunt who squeezes your cheeks too hard or your uh-huh. uncle who you know, whatever
1: he does. But it's these are actual mythological creatures or people. <clears throat> That's right, who have to do with Christmas. And I'm going to go first, Um, and my Christmas monster (laughs) is Krampus. Now, you guys have heard of Krampus. Both both of you guys didn't want to do Krampus because you thought it was a bit passe. Oh, ho,
0: ho, huh? But I'm I'm a little more basic
1: than you guys. I'm a little more mainstream. No, so no. I'm, like, no, I'm no. gonna do I'm gonna do Krampus.
0: So well, Krampus got hot a little while ago because they made a film about it. That's right, yeah, like that. a horror movie. So Krampus yeah. was hot for a while.
1: He yeah. was. He was. He went to
0: L.A. and like uh, John
2: Hamm. There are rumors. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he is yeah. a, hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, let me tell you guys about Krampus. Kr- has something big in his pampas. <laughs>
1: Let me tell Thanks. you guys about about Krampus here. Krampus is a horned creature that has been a, uh, around <clears throat> Central and Eastern European folklore since before Christian times. Even before Jesus, they were talking about Krampus. we're going way back in the day here. Cool. Way back, like, back in the day. <sharp> Record scratch. Yeah. Krampus' name is derived from the German word krampen, meaning a claw. Oh, now, that's a sign oh, that yeah. you might be dealing with... Uh, not exactly teddy (laughs) ruxpin
0: and also like (laughs) (laughs) yeah also when you climb mountains what you put on your foot your boot to stick into the mountain is crampons i didn't know really yeah i'm pretty sure
1: maybe that's where that's from interesting Mm -hmm. so (laughs) very interesting Krampus was just this folklore creature, right? But around the 17th century, he became incorporated into Christian winter celebrations. So he was just That's a nice.
2: horned guy with claws, just minding his own business? Yeah. Was he thought to have been... Was he evil before this? Or? Do you guys
0: have a holiday I could fit into? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they tried Easter. and nah, that doesn't exist yet. They tried His agent uh, sent him out for all sorts of holidays. Yeah. Um I don't know I get the sense he was just sort of yeah a figure that would be referenced okay. and then uh, then they started yeah working him into Christmas. <laughs> um so you guys know that in Catholicism, Saint Nicholas, the patron saint of children, mm-hmm. is a kindly man who would reward well-behaved kids. Yeah, I'm yes. sure. So we're talking basically Santa, right? Uh yes. He's Santa-adjacent, I would say. Oh, really?
2: And I would say, well, can I ask, did either of you celebrate St. Nicholas Day growing up? No,
1: did you? December 6th. Mike, you are so Eastern European. We
2: would celebrate St. Nicholas Day. You have got to be kidding me. And in Slovakia, (laughs) it's called Mikulus. (laughs) That is so funny. You leave your shoes out on December 5th (laughs) at night. You clean your shoes and leave them out for... uh, uh, Saint Nicholas to come, and if you've been good, he leaves like su- sweets, like an orange or nuts and fruit and candies for you. And if you're brand you get a lump
0: of coal or a stick. And uh, my That's brother's very similar and I, to one of my guys I'm going to talk about later. Okay. But it's not Saint Nicholas. Fuck. Sorry. Go ahead. But did you guys well, leave your shoes out? We would
2: leave our shoes out. Wake up in the morning. Bam! You got free oranges <laughs> in your shoe, which is great because your shoe smells bad. And then you got <laughs> food that you eat. Hopefully, out it's of it. I hope it's peeled. <laughs> Mike, that yeah. is so oh, funny. There's dad scrambled eggs in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, son. My dad would always get a lump of coal.
1: Oh,
0: uh, Mike! Yeah, that's so nice and you're funny. Yeah. so so you were. And in, he would get uh, so mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Canada, and he'd be like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> you're in Canada, and yes. your family would do Feast of Saint Nicholas for you and your brothers." Yes, there was that's no feast nice. except for the orange in the shoe, but no, it was still uh, though. That's kind of cool. Well, it's yeah. funny you say that because here's what I I, I have uh, much like you said that in some parts of Europe they call December 6th the Feast of Saint Nicholas. Yes, but Mike. Did your Eastern European family ever talk to you about the prior evening, the evening and night of December 5th? Uh, because that night, the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas, is called Krampus Night, or Krampusnacht. James, I'll answer your question easily. No, we did not celebrate Krampusnacht. Really? <laughs> you seem like a dead ringer for a Krampusnacht uh, celebrator. Well, no. so as exactly as Mike said... Um,
0: well, so, are are grandpa's named after crampas?
1: Uh Mike, <laughs> I'm going to defer to our European correspondent. Oh, uh, as far as I know, I don't jo- I think they're they're uh distinct. And uh. Mike, again, just to ask you here, as far as you know, St. Nicholas, it's it's Santa adjacent. It's basically Santa but not quite. Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
2: I actually was looking it up before we recorded tonight. I was I googled how did St. Nicholas become Santa Claus and it's a the uh, the Dutch community in New York City in the 1700s celebrated Saint the feast of Saint Nicholas, and in what's the language Dutch? The, yeah,
0: yeah, Hollandaise sauce. His I name believe.
2: was <laughs> <salt>. <laughs> Sinterklaas was the name for Saint Nicholas that then became Santa
1: Claus. But they still talked like,
2: "Hey, get away!" Hey, we're celebrating the Feast of St. (laughs) fucking Nicholas
0: over here. Yeah, very interesting. Hey, get your orange out of my fucking shoe.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The best baseball play was Jeter. (laughs) All right.
0: Babe (laughs) Ruth.
1: So, um, on the night of December 5th, St. Nicholas would visit children in their homes. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. We've all done that, right? And apparently he would wear
0: huge baggy pants Mm -hmm. and no underwear because he liked how it (laughs) felt free.
1: (laughs) He
2: was was also the patron saint of a certain Michael Jackson, it seems, because he loved (laughs) spending time uh, with children.
1: Um, As Michael very correctly said, St. Nicholas would give well-behaved children, like Mike as a child, Gifts like oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate, which, you go, as you say, are great—all yes. great in your shoe. All great in your shoe. <laughs> but here's the th- here's the thing, folks. Saint Nick, yeah, he didn't travel alone. Oh, he also had a partner. Mm. In a way that I imagine, like in a movie, you have partners in like the police force: Turner and Hooch. Yeah, um, uh, Dragnet. Like Ethel Weapon, yeah. Hudson and yeah. Rex. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and cats Saint- and dog. Cats. And- <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hudson and Rex okay you said that just moments ago but <laughs> we can the one with
0: Jim Belushi it down canine or, yes
1: canine yeah all the all the uh... <laughs> but sorry go on well so Saint... Santa had a dog no Chris no no that's just uh, that's just those Turner movies and Hooch is
0: based on Saint Nicholas and Krampus <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, as you might have guessed yes sorry, Saint Nicholas James. would travel the world visiting children with Krampus. Now, uh, instead of rewarding the good kids, Krampus, in contrast, would swat wicked children, Nice. (laughs) stuff them in a sack, and take them away to his lair. So, why? What the fuck? This is like Christmas written by Rob Zombie.
2: (laughs) What is the... I guess there's a lot of these... Mine is sort of similar. Okay. But... This idea that Santa, because we grew up in the very, you know, clean, uh, uh, everything's been whitewashed, all the rough edges have been sanded off. We only got the nice guy, Santa, flying around on Christmas. We We don't have
0: this devil figure. You know, you're exactly right. And I have an interesting... Well, Santa says, ho, ho, ho. Does Krampus have anything to say? Yeah, he says, you're a ho. Um,
1: (laughs) It's funny you say that, Mike, because I wrote this down. I was saving it for later, but I'll save it. I'll say it now. Please. But, um as Christianity spread, um, pay, like the traditions, uh, pagan traditions morphed into Christian tra- traditions. As Christmas became more commercialized, um, less approachable traditions waned. Mm-hmm. So like we kept the Christmas tree and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we kept Santa, but not Krampus. It's Why? like the grim yeah.
2: fairy tales were very violent and bleak. And then certain yeah. mm-hmm. Mr. Walt Disney. Uh, well, you know, and please, you know, I, I
1: read, uh, I read that something that really, uh, uh, led to the commercialization of Christmas was the 1931 Coca-Cola ad yeah. that solidified mm-hmm. what an American Santa Claus looked like. Imagine mm-hmm. a
2: Coca-Cola ad from the 30s where it's a, a demon with a horn and claws drinking a <laughs> bottle
1: of coca
2: <Coca-Cola. laughs> ah, <where laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas.
0: I knew about the Coca-Cola um, creating the... Uh, Definitive look of Santa now, as we all know it. But I de- I can't believe that was even as late as thirty one. I thought I know, it was like the funny, early yeah. zeros or tens or something.
1: I know it's weird. Um, I should tell you guys what Krampus looks like. I
0: yeah. guess it was during the Depression. They're like, we need a jolly man to plaster everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's
2: like bread lines you know, so. around North America. And they're like,
0: let's release this demon figure
2: for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> ho, ho ho!
0: You know what? You know what looks good with a nub of bread? <laughs> Coca Cola.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? It's a good point because in bad times you create Santa. Maybe in dark. Maybe in really good times they would have liked. And you Krampus. know what? Like when Grunge came out in the '90s, hey, everything's good. You got during the it. Trump yeah.
0: presidency, mm-hmm. uh, life seemed perfect, so we needed a Krampus film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Krampus is hairy, much like Chris. If he takes oh, his shirt on. off, you guys see Chris with his shirt I'm off. He's hairy. Uh, Krampus is hairy. Usually brown or black hair, and um, he has cloven hooves and the horns of a goat. Sometimes he'd have one horned goat foot and one human foot, which is a bit creepy.
0: That is bothering me only in the sense that I'm trying to walk right now, and it bothers me. Yeah. The thing is, is cloven, they always say cloven hooves, and Mm. uh, I always picture like cloves are mashed into the bottom of the hooves.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what does
0: cloven mean in the sense of hooves? Uh, Is that the shape they
1: take? Yeah, are any hooves not cloven? I mean, what is going on Tonight on Evening at the Improv, the cloven hooves boys. (laughs) (laughs) Look at their hooves, they're cloven. Are any hooves not cloven? Okay. (laughs) Uh, He also had a long pointed tongue, and he had fangs. Mm. Pointed tongue.
2: I'm thinking
0: Dracula. I'm thinking... uh,
1: now here's another little thing I'm about. I'm scared
0: me. of Krampus.
1: No, if you look, it's very funny. If you look up drawings of Krampus and Saint Nick, yeah. he's creepy as hell. And Saint Nick doesn't look like Santa Claus, like vaguely, <laughs> but he looks more like an old druid or something, <laughs> like a guy from Midsummer.
0: Right. It's great, creepier. So was it? He looks like an old pope, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's a good cop, bad cop sort of dynamic. Yeah. Do you
2: think they get along? What do they talk about in the damn sleigh?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Chicks, um, what do they talk about?
2: All children are bad. Some are good, some are good. You know
1: what I think is fucked up? You know
2: what they call a Big Mac
0: in France?
1: (laughs) A Royale with cheese.
0: A cloven uh, 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 hunk of meat. You
1: know what's fucked up? You imagine St. Nicholas, basically Santa, and Krampus, this demon on a sleigh, going to Mm -hmm. visit children. Hey, you know what, St. Nick? Maybe you fucking suck because you're just willingly bringing a demon with you. Exactly. Maybe be like, "No, Krampus, I'm stopping you from like pulling these children to hell." Like yeah. Saint Nick can't be that good. Like he, yeah. you know what I'm saying?
0: Mm.
1: Whatever. He's a
2: sort of an antihero type
0: figure. He he
1: he's creepy in a yeah, way. If, if yeah. Saint Nick is just like, "Well, Krampus yeah. takes the bad kids to hell." What can I do?
0: Yeah. He sounds like a Middle Ages drawing of Satan, Krampus. Yeah, I
1: think you're yeah. right. Um, actually, yeah, Krampus carried chains thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church, <laughs> uh, according to this. Um, Those
0: guys were so scared back then. They were. It's crazy.
1: Krampus um, would sometimes appear with a sack or a basket strapped to his back.
0: Oh, right. I've and, seen photos like yeah, that. Yeah, and that was to. I mean,
1: drawings. That was to cart off evil children. Yeah. Uh, for, Get in. And transport them to hell.
0: Mm-hmm. See you, um, kids. Pretty much. Would he literally? Is that
1: his thing? He would bring them to hell? One thing I read, it said take them to his lair, and another (laughs) thing I read, it said take them to hell.
2: (laughs) Now, let me ask you Christmas could go either way for kids. You either get like an orange, your Nintendo, or your orange, or you go to hell. (laughs) Have you ever seen
0: a kid acting up these days and thought it deserved to be in hell? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Well, these millennials could use a figure like this in their life, you know? Yeah. These 20 year olds, these millennials.
0: (laughs) I think you're a millennial. Oh, I might
1: technically be on the end yeah. of it. Yeah. All, yeah. Anyway, we're going to. Um, so, what do I have here? Um, uh, Europeans have been exchanging. Tell me if I'm doing too long. I'm just doing what I have. No. That's fascinating. So Europeans have been exchanging greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 19th century. Um, sometimes they would say something like "Gruppe von Krampus," which means "Greetings from Krampus." <laughs> the cards usually have humorous rhymes and poems. Krampus is often featured looming menacingly over the children. He is also shown having one human foot and one cloven hoof. In some of these cards, Krampus has sexual overtones. He is pictured pursuing buxom women.
2: Okay. Okay, good. It's Benny like Hill, grown man.
0: women. Okay. So St. So Nicholas horny.
2: likes the kids, and Krampus is like, I'll take the adult uh, women. Yeah. Yes.
0: Do you think that... Uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, but okay.
0: He- let's before we go to these houses, let's call dibs on who we want. <laughs> I say, buxom women.
1: Oh, that, that oh, frees oh, up the kids oh. for me, I <laughs>
2: yeah. guess. Uh, yeah, you oh. if
1: he, Santa's faking it. Like, oh darn, I wanted the. Bu- okay, well,
0: I wanted I, the. What'd you say, buxom uh, women? I yeah, guess yeah I I'll I wanted take wanted the that. kids. You want the bux- uh The
2: sorry, the. Ho <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, ho.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: Something's. I mean, again, something's wrong with Santa. He's In traveling with
0: guy. In the past, though, do you think that uh, they? You know the adults and stuff thought Krampus was kind of funny and like a joke. Like you I know? think so. It yeah, sounds like so. that was there. They weren't the adults weren't cowering in fear of Krampus. No, no. Yeah,
2: it does sound like it was something I made mean, by parents so. to like joke about how like being a parent is hell
0: or like
1: yeah. people had darker like senses of humor back then. It seems it's like you said yeah. with Disney movie uh, or sorry, no Dis- Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, sorry, it's sorry true. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. I Mike brought say. that up
0: because they those were originally about like. If you go to the woods and don't listen to your parents, you'll get murdered and eaten yeah, you'll by monsters. Yeah, you get your monsters. skin yeah. torn off. Like in the original yeah.
2: Pinocchio, he uh, ends up blowing his brains out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he suicides bombs. Yeah. Um, I have no strings. I have no
2: reason to live. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have no strings to give me purpose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, things haven't always been rosy for Krampus, you know. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. when shit. maybe
0: we should send some greeting cards to Krampus. (laughs) Get well soon.
1: When Austria was under fascist rule. (laughs) Uh, This is really Mike's wheelhouse. I can't believe Mike didn't do this one. When Austria was under fascist rule, Krampus was seen as a symbol of sin, anti-Christian ideals, and social democrats. So the fascists hated the idea of yeah. the, the, Christ, the the church and the fascists both hated Krampus. Hmm. So in 1932, the Krampus tradition was prohibited in Austria by the fascists. You know what?
0: I was that's fascists are too uptight. Sorry, Mike. Oh,
1: I totally agree.
2: <laughs> so they the fascists. I'm assuming you. Because that's the Nazis annexed Austria. It's them. Uh, the well, ones.
1: thirty-two. I guess they hadn't annexed it yet, yet but yet. but see. they might. They probably weren't
2: great. It was probably spreading the the ideas. Yeah. Um, uh, so they saw him as a like bad example, or like a example of poor morality. Social.
1: Or like? so my my description might not have been very clear. The the church thought he he was um, promoted anti Christian ideals, and the the fascists thought he promoted. Social Democrats? I don't understand how. I guess they what called him a, a comic? He was a well, big Bernie guy.
2: I was I was just reading about Christmas in Nazi Germany before here because it's oh, that time of year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's interesting because mm-hmm. they the Nazis uh, they had a lot of like pre Christian pagan shit going on, like runes and like Nordic yeah. mythology. They tried to uh, Hitler had them try and take the Christian part out of Christmas and make it more like of a pagan thing. Wow. Certain uh, Christmas carols were rewritten to be about the birth of Hitler instead of Jesus. No way. Wow. But also, on a funny note, uh, women were encouraged to bake like uh, swastika-shaped cakes and pies. (laughs) Oh,
0: wow. (laughs) You know what's really lame about the Nazis? How much they love that swastika. They they not get enough cheesy, of it. That's cheesy, man. That's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's actually kind of cheesy. It's like a surfer dude with like a yin-yang yeah. tattoo all the time. Like, <laughs> a oh, That's a oh, good point. That's a good another
2: thing they didn't like, they tried to uh, minimize the mention
1: of uh, Jesus being a Jewish uh, I imagine baby. they might not love that yes. part. Yeah. Um. Well, like you guys were saying about like, do people think it's kind of a fun thing? Uh, In some parts of Europe, they hold Krampus celebrations, and they have Krampus parades still. And if you could Google it, it's like a bunch of people in Munich walking around with Krampus costumes on. It's hundreds of people. They hop around, and they even whack tourists in the leg with the (laughs) sticks. So, I don't know. That's really fun. Um,
2: Makes 9-11 sound like child's play, actually.
1: (laughs) Well well said. And... um, (laughs) You know, honestly, that's pretty much what I got for the big Krampus. I will Krampus. say that the
2: villain always is more interesting than the good guy, right? That's right. You
0: know? That's right. I would say I would. <clears throat> I could see fascists not in, not uh, encouraging people to read up about or celebrate Krampus, because to me, from what you said, James, Krampus a hundred percent completely represents a free man. Right, he's a hundred percent living the life the way he he's wants. Killing to. Killing
1: kids, he's chasing hot babes. He's
0: doing whatever the hell he wants. He's not bowing down to the rules of Saint Nicholas. Yeah, and you know, a fascist government wants to sort of, you know, cu- like put a stop to anything that kind of makes you be like, oh, I could be wild. I want to sow my wild oats. I want to yeah, go out there and crampus it up at night.
1: You're only forty. You still want to live? hey here's what i'll say if hitler if hitler hated krampus then that makes you think maybe krampus is good yeah how about this for a blockbuster movie pitch idea krampus like kills hitler yeah that like would be sick. what was the tarantino yeah. movie where they um do the alternate history Bastards. yes Inglourious Inglourious Bastards. there you go krampus that's actually a good idea
0: yeah did krampus have like machine guns or anything
2: um, I think he had access to them Was Krampus yeah. part of the Christmas truce Where they sang uh, and played a game of
0: uh, football I, think he did I heard that Krampus' house Looked totally normal to all his guests And visitors that would visit him But if shit ever did get down He had the secret library where he pulled a book <laughs> The library moved over And then you could find his artillery room Stacked with machine <laughs> guns, ammo And uh, grenades, everything you he was what, ready.
1: You know what would suck? If you were, you know, your wife or girlfriend admitted to you that uh, prior to dating you, she had dated Krampus. Talk yeah. about a lot to live up to. I don't know yeah.
0: if I could
2: get over that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both my feet are human feet, babe. I got cloven nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: don't get me started on the cloven hoof thing.
0: Yeah. Ooh, you don't have a cloven hoof, huh? I
1: got 10 minutes of stand-up on that. <laughs> <laughs> It's really the Next time funny. we all do a comedy show together, we should all intentionally do jokes about
0: cloven hooves. Yeah. Yeah. Are, the, are like there we cloves don't in your hoof? What is the cloven pot? Why did I say it like that? <laughs> well, you're doing Seinfeld's. Yeah, Seinfeld's kind of so says that.
1: Anyway, well, should we do the evilometer on each one, or what do you think? Would you do it quickly? A, um, or sure. sure. Let's do a really quick one. So let's do a quick. All right. So quickly, let's do the evilometer on Krampus. Uh, I'll go first. I don't think he's that bad. I mean, the children think... Me not cre- The children
0: are bad, too, you know?
1: I'll give him a 6.1.
2: Uh, I can give him a, a 6.1 as well. I think he gets... Oh. He was forced into this position, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was created by people just so they could hate him. So I'm thinking, hold on, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I agree
0: yeah. with everything you're saying, so, but I'm going to give him a 5, even. Okay. Just because... I actually you know, respect that. I respect the, that, too. Uh, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm. You know, the fact that the fascists wanted to like erase Krampus from history, it's like, no, I'm going to keep Krampus alive, baby. We got to be free.
1: Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's Krampus. Beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Very excited for our next uh Christmas monster, Christmas monster. <laughs> <laughs> Our next Christmas monster, Christmas monster. is going to be brought to us by Michael Balazzo. Yes, that's right. Thank you so much for inviting me
2: uh, to, uh, to be part of this uh, Christmas monsters episode. Christmas monster. Um, <laughs> well, uh, the way it goes here. So I was just having some computer problems, but now oh. everything's... I, I feel like Krampus was in my damn uh, PC. What's the matter, Mike? Can't get your
0: computer
2: up? <laughs>
1: oh, you just no. got told.
2: <laughs> but I, was, I had no space left on my computer. <laughs> but my guy is not too different from, from yours, just from a different country. Um, this one comes from France, and he is known as Père Fouettard. Now, that's what? Père Fouetard. Uh That's French, of course, for Father Whipper or Whipping Father. <laughs> uh, right? Say his name again. Père uh,
0: can you speak English now? You're uh, in America. Oh, yes. yes. Fuck yes.
2: you, Mike. <laughs> Fuck you. Father whipper, whipping father, or old man whipper?
1: <laughs> old man <laughs> whipper.
2: Um, can you
0: please whip us, father?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so whipping can, father. Whipping father. It's quite a st- like a striking name. Uh, uh, you know. Striking. Yes, Like a whip. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Crack that whip, Father <laughs> Père Fouy-tar. So he's a medieval French fella. Um either a, <laughs> either a butcher or an innkeeper, they say. But I'm going to go with butcher. Quoi? And you'll see why soon. Um, not not a thousand miles away from Krampus. Uh, oh. but although in in France, so not too far from Germany. Um, Père Fouetard is known for accompanying... <laughs> Saint Nicholas on Saint Nicholas's Day, and dispensing lumps of coal and be- and beatings to naughty
1: children, while Saint so Nicholas
2: do- has does nice things for the kids. Right? So
1: very similar to Krampus. Yes. It's, it's like an all some kind of um, variation on
0: the same theme.
2: Yes. Now, because Krampus, what did he do? He would take children to hell, put them in a sack,
0: and yeah. or a basket that goes on your back.
2: So basically, it's the same. Structure, just the details are a little bit different here. So let me just um, give some Whopsh! background here.
0: He's uh, Père <laughs> Shut <up>. He's. Uh, <laughs> Ferme la bouche. <laughs> I thought you said your whip does not bite. It doesn't. That's not my whip. <laughs> <laughs> so Le Père
2: is known. <laughs> delete that. Where? Saint Nicholas is still celebrated. Um, that would be France, uh, northeastern France, parts of French-speaking Belgium and Switzerland. Oh, nice! Yeah, so uh, he's a guy who probably uh, he's, for breakfast he has you know a pastry mm. and a nice you know cup of coffee. What about fond- <laughs> What about fondue? has fondue, yeah. He, uh, Does he ski in the Alps? He skis in the Alps. He has a beautiful model girlfriend. I like picturing oh.
0: him going down the hills in a yeah. nice powder and uh, yeah. whipping people as he's yeah. <laughs> going down the hills. Skiing in the Swiss Alps.
2: Do you guys want to hear the terrifying legend of Perfoueta?
0: Yeah, but I'm scared. Okay, so... Also, I just want to say, before we get into it... <laughs> Father Whipper? Father Whipper. <laughs> um, do you, can you make some whipped cream? It's not like that. The thing is... <laughs> Uh, I only whip little boys' bums. The thing is, is <laughs> yes, we should go to Mexico City for the Day of the Dead, but I also think we See. need to raise enough money to go to Switzerland, the Swiss Alps. Yeah, the yeah. Evil yeah. men in yeah. the Swiss We will dress up
1: like Father Whipper. We go to the Keys. Davos oh, conference and record all
2: week with the top financial hot shots in the universe. Uh, yeah,
0: uh, That's like, we, we'd be drowning in evil men. Yeah, that's yeah, not all we'd be drowning in.
2: Oh, We'd be my, drowning in cheese and wine <laughs> and all <laughs> sorts of yummy stuff.
0: Okay. Hello, honey. I miss you. <laughs> what? Who do I hear throwing up in the background? Uh, Nothing.
2: Will, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Just>
0: <laughs> a- <laughs> this now is this story. is a story all about how I went to the Swiss Alps with the evil men boys. <laughs>
2: Now it's time to Sorry. get scary. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so here's the legend of Père Frouetard. Um he, It began um, as a story of an... E- he's an evil butcher who craved children to eat, so he's not uh, eating the typical diet. Have you ever comes- tried children? <laughs> There are different versions of the. I'm hungry. <laughs> there are different variations on the old man whipper story, but it base the basic outlines are: he and his wife um, lured three boys, three wealthy oh, young boys nice. into lovely
1: start. Three,
2: <laughs> you never want to lure children. Whatever you do with well, children, you know don't what? lure them. This was from you got to remember, James. This was from a time before cell phones, before the internet. It's from like the uh, twelve. 1252
0: is the earliest... Uh, it took you about 10 years or yeah. like 10,000 hours to get your luring skills actually yes. professional enough <laughs> to Yeah, They, they traced they trace the story
2: of Old Man Whipper to 1252. Um, anyway, he and his wife would lure... Uh, they lured three wealthy boys into his butcher shop.
1: This way, please.
2: <laughs> where he then killed, chopped up, and salted the boys in some Salted? Say, salted them. He's a butcher. Well, and he before, would dr- refrigeration. He would, before refrigeration. Before refrigeration. Very good. And he would, some say, he would salt them and hang their bodies to sort of to cure and dry on a rack.
0: Mmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: sort of like, have you seen the Long Good Friday where uh, Bob Hoskins gets all of the gangsters in London and he puts them ups, upside down on a meat rack to find out who Ooh. has been, uh, you know, turning against him? That kind of thing.
0: Also, Rocky practiced punching yes. uh, meat in a meat locker. In oh, a lot of ways,
2: true. Rocky was directly inspired by the tale of Old Man Whipper. <laughs>
0: Hey, old man, whippers. Can I punch your frozen boys? So he's,
2: he's killed these three wealthy boys, and you know, you know, they were privileged. They were privileged boys. Um, oh well, then who cares? And uh, he uh, <laughs> then the story is that Saint Nicholas came to the rescue. Where were you ten minutes ago? These boys have to check their privilege. Yeah, yeah, yes. Saint Nicholas hey. came. Angus to the rescue. on hooks.
0: We're brats. <laughs>
2: St. Nicholas, in this story, unlike the Krampus one, he resurrected the dead boys that were either hanging on a rack or in a barrel, and he took custody of Old Man Whipper, and to punish him, uh, he made him pair of and then made him become his servant to accompany him on St. Nicholas Day around the world. Again, and very I, weird. Judgment maybe is not St. Nicholas's strongest characteristic Mm -hmm. if you got a guy who's murdering kids and to eat them and shit maybe
1: don't bring him with you for Christmas same thought yeah Yeah. you know what send him to hell put him in jail don't say well I guess we're partners now it's fucked it's like if uh,
2: given the same uh, sentence that someone like Paul Bernardo has or (laughs) the or Timothy McVeigh (laughs) or something like that these guys should never see the light of day again
0: you know what I mean but can they do art in their cell
2: I don't care what they do. You know what? They can rot.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Don't give them paints. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> one gruesome version of the story tells oh. that Père Fouy-Tan and his wife drugged the children, Jesus. Slit, slit their throats. This is Bernardo yeah, West. Well, this is really horrible. Drugged the children, slit their throats, cut them into pieces, and stewed them in a barrel.
0: Uh... And yeah, you remember the Saint- pickle barrel downtown by the Eaton Center? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, kid barrel. Yes, uh, that's what these guys are I making. Hope
1: the pickle barrel didn't close in COVID. In
2: this Probably version did. of the story, Pere repents to Saint Nicholas, and he's like, "Please, I'm so sorry." And uh, Nicholas takes him on as his his partner. I'm so sorry, I killed mm. and
1: ate those kids. In ah, this, version, don't worry about it. Saint
2: Nicholas also chains Pere to a donkey for eternity.
0: Well, then there you go. And, <laughs> yeah. Very uh, Prometheusian
2: and Saint Nicholas again. You gotta wonder what he's thinking because he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna punish you by chaining you to a donkey, and now for eternity, your job is to punish bad kids." It doesn't add up. What the fuck is Saint Nicholas thinking?
0: Yeah. Chain to a donkey in the burning light. Now What's there are. Was how's that song go? Into the fire. Oh, yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. Into... Yeah. How does the rest of how's the second part I go?
1: yearn for coming. Foot into the fire. So yeah. Chain to a donkey <laughs> I yearn for comfort. In France
2: there are a lot of um <laughs> paintings depicting the tale of oh, paraphoitar. So god. there's Saint Nicholas resurrecting these three young boys oh, who are in a barrel. Look at the boy's bum, it's so muscular. And around. in the background, who do we see? We see parafouetar and he's going, Oh god, I really step in it. Oh, now.
0: You have oh. to th- Tweet this uh, yeah, picture I when know, this episode comes out.
1: I know our listeners obviously can't see this, but it's a fucking creepy-as-hell painting. Mike, you Mike, gotta do it. Do, do you I'll have, do inf- it. like, it, it, who painted this? Or It's some, like, fifth 16th old century old uh, religious, painting, religious painting. painting. Recounting this legend.
2: Yeah, so these... And the boys in this barrel, they... They have the proportions of men, but they're tiny and they're naked yeah. in a barrel where they've been resurrected by they're Saint. Very Nicholas. muscular. And they're kids. kind of yes. going,
1: "Thank you, Saint Nicholas," and he's like, "It's okay."
0: In the
2: background, we see yeah, Pierre Foutard is like, "Oh,
0: so what geez. year? What era was Pierre Foutard origin like, um, originated? The first
2: recording of his existence was in twelve fifty two. Right, but then he also had there was another version of Pierre Foutard where he, in the fifteen hundreds was associated with the hated King, King Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor uh, Mm -hmm. in the 1500s. Uh, There was a burnt effigy in the town of Metz that then became associated with Paraphoytar. So this burnt out husk was like, that is is the whipping father.
1: I do like with this character, because maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't. I didn't feel like Krampus had a very specific origin story. He was just kind of a demon. (laughs) I love how this guy has like a real Joker-esque specific story about how he came to be.
2: Perfutard. So he's famous in uh, France, Belgium, and Switzerland. Hey, you're
1: (laughs) Perfutard.
0: I know you. But like a lot of...
2: Don't touch my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of... um, People who emigrated to America, so did parafoy Torin. Check this out, guys. In the 1930s, um, Whipping Father appeared in the United States under the translated name Father Flog and Spanky. <gasps> okay. From their little rascals? I'm not <laughs> sure if that was direct. I guess it was because he whipped
0: kids. So he Just, go to bed or spank you. What do you mean you. he
2: appeared in the United States? So they like, tried to like real? Tr- to like make fo- uh, a American phenomenon. I guess this is around the time that Coca Cola was ah. you know rebranding Santa Claus, uh, and they were like, let's try this character. It's, it's pretty interesting. Did he that it- fly over to the states? Like take a plane? I think he took. Uh, yeah, he flew.
1: <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting that it seems like just like in the 30s they were like coming up with Christmas yeah we gotta nail Christmas and now we just go yeah. it's too out of hand we gotta <laughs> yeah, we got
0: there's a... too many guys
1: we yeah. gotta figure out what's going on here with Christmas um,
2: yeah so there was a, a uh, bit of a uh, an attempt to make Old Man Whipper popular in America it didn't really take off um, and Father Flog or Spanky was almost identical to the French version uh, but Father Flog had nothing to do with Christmas, so they just tried to make him a comic strip figure, and he had a female accomplice named Mother so Flog. So you have Father Flog and Mother Flog. Fucking shit! <laughs> the two, the pair, doled out specific punishments for specific childhood crimes. For example, um, if a child was caught lying, they would cut out the child's tongue. Strangely, this character didn't take off in the way that Mickey <laughs> Mouse did. <laughs> So yeah. uh, R.I.P. Um, father and Mother Flog. Another detail about Father Flog. Um, so Mother Flog would encourage Father Flog
0: to. What commu- else would happen in a Father Flog, Mother Flog comic? Well, like if you lie, <laughs> I'll cut out your tongue. Now, now let me show you around the house. <laughs> like, what do they got going? Like, what? Well, I'm. How- on- there's I have some stories. Information here. Did he go on information? Like go on uh, adventures? Well, there it was like a comic What
1: Information.
2: <laughs> Kids around America were like, "What's the information?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like a comic strip. I guess they made little short movies. But Mother Flog <laughs> would <laughs> encourage <laughs> yeah. Father Flog to it's commit atrocious right. acts, depending on. Uh, it who sounds
0: like Carla <laughs> Homoka and
2: fucking yep. depending on who they were dealing with. Uh, for instance, yeah, uh, cutting out tongues. If a girl stole, they'd cut off her hands. Very Taliban, very ISIS here, um, and yeah. without Santa's good cop to balance out, um, you know the the deep uh, with whipping father, uh, he descended irretrievably down the path of death and destruction, and didn't take off.
0: Maybe getting rid of Per Futard, um created like the Taliban and ISIS, like they they're champions of him, and that's why they have those. Well, all the, Drastic nine, measures. All
2: the 9-11 yeah. pilots, if you hear the tapes from the uh, black boxes, their last words before they... Imp- like I know impacted- they were very into Christmas. Yes. Well, they imp- before impacting the Pentagon or the Twin Towers, they said, this is for Per Fuenta. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, how does he look? <laughs> He's a man with a sinister face. Big surprise. Yeah. He's no. dressed in uh, dark robes with scraggly, unkempt hair and a long
1: beard. He sounds like a, you know, uh, the lead singer of a heavy metal band. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> He's armed with a whip
2: or a large stick or bundles of switches. Uh, some versions of Whipping Father. Uh, he has a wicker backpack in which children can be placed and carried away. <laughs> um,. Sometimes he he carries a large bundle of sticks on his back. In the last hundred uh, years or so, his appearance has changed from being a European, like a a demon man of European descent to, here we go, he's a guy who is always played in blackface in uh, in and around France and Switzerland and Belgium. So guys will dress up, white men will dress up in blackface to portray Mm. Père Fouettard. And yes, it is controversial, and some people think they shouldn't do that.
1: But the the new tradition uh, persists. Well, I like they're just, like it's not even they don't even have the excuse that it that, that's what it always <laughs> no. was like. Oh.
2: <laughs> he was a French butcher <laughs> oh, originally in 1252, and they're suddenly like no. Yeah. Boy. So, uh, well, good luck France that has a very popular far right wing politician who's running for president right now. Um let's see, what else can I tell you? Um in recent fame, um, in France, Belgium, and Switzerland, uh it's common for on St. Nicholas Day or the day before, at French preschools, uh Saint Nicholas visits children to pass out treats, accompanied by paraphoitar and a donkey. Hmm. So um Did you ever have Santa visit you in school? Because I did, and he never came with a, a demon-like figure. No. That was maybe racist,
1: or yeah, neither a Christian demon or a murdering <laughs> serial killer. <clears throat> no, I didn't. It's pretty interesting. It's interesting to do Krampus and then Whipping Father because it is. It's funny, <laughs> but it's it's interesting how I guess like stories, oral folklore. I guess, you know, people end up in one place and it takes on one story, and people go to another mm. place and it becomes Whipping Father. Very interesting.
2: Yes. Um, and the, uh, the last little detail I have about uh, Pere is that um, he's he been had the subject a of a sick TikTok account. <laughs> yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been mentioned in several songs, like the French 60s singer Jacques Dutronc has a song about Pere Um But this I thought was funny there's a fragrance line called Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab that has a line of hand-blended perfume oils, and they have a limited-edition Yuletide scent um, called Perfeuille that consists of, smells like whip leather, coal dust, uh, guafrette which is like fried potatoes, and black licorice. So you're going out on a night on the town, and you're like, I want to pick someone up tonight. I want to smell like uh, the Whipping Father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: that's kind of nice yeah.
0: But do you want to act like Whipping Father?
1: No, 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 just
0: smell like him
2: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's a little similar to, to Krampus with some differences Here is an example of the Father Flog comic strips uh, That uh, did not quite take off in America uh, I'll tweet some of these images. They're <laughs> not very... Uh... We should tweet some of the pictures of Krampus, Father uh, Whipper,
1: and uh, your subject. That's Chris. a great idea. Check us out on our, what, Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Twitter. Instagram? I'm
0: at, at World on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We have at EvilMenPod. Yeah, if you check it out on Twitter, at
1: EvilMenPod or Instagram... At Evil Men Pod will show you these images. Well, very interesting, Mike. I mean, uh, very disturbing. I guess we should do the old evilometer again. So, I'm going to say that um,
2: because there's a bit more context to uh, the story of uh, Whipping Father, I can give him a damn nine. Because mm. uh, he seems like a, just a nasty guy. Yeah.
0: Uh, butcher who used his skills for evil. and uh, Nine sounds good to me, too. Yeah. Whenever you get children involved. And you're slicing and dicing them, salting them, hanging them, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're up there, buddy. You're a sick fuck. Yes, Father yeah, really. Whipper, You're sick in the head.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, fuck I'm, you.
0: Don't come near
1: us. We'll punch you. I'm with you guys, pretty much. I'll, I'll, I'll give him an eight point nine, but always lenient. <laughs> yeah, it. well, I, I yeah. agree with you. He, the, the, the children killing is uh, sets him apart from Krampus. Krampus Heated. just kidnapped him. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Just kidnapped the damn kids. Worse, Krampus whacked him with a stick, or sent them to hell. Okay, true. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, maybe maybe the kids like hell. I don't. Maybe know. they do. What's your Wi-Fi? Uh, well, I'm not gonna say it on the fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, well, um, that is the end of this episode about Christmas monsters. We have one more Christmas monster to talk about. But if you want to hear it, you'll have to check out our Patreon. And that will be a bonus episode on our Patreon feed.
0: Yeah, that's right. So go check it out. And that's it for another episode of This
1: podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!